Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. This is John Fuller along with Danny Huerta, and we're talking about how to handle money with your children. And as we said before, every family is different. You know, John, my son used to want to immediately spend his money right when he got it. Uh, as a young kid, he, he wanted Legos, uh, and he would get birthday money or uh, Christmas money, and he wanted to, right away, wanted to spend it. And we had to put a pause on that. And so we, we decided to take a picture of one of the Lego sets he really wanted and put it up uh, and said, you can't spend any of the money that you get as a gift. You really need to earn money in order to get this so he could work towards getting something. Instead of somebody gives him money, he yeah. doesn't know the value. He knows he gets a Lego set. In and out. And he sees us using uh, you know, a debit card or credit card and sees a plastic and you get something. So we had to teach the value of that. And uh, so we put the picture up on the refrigerator and let him see how he was accumulating money and how close he was getting to be able to go get that set. And once he got there, we said, hey, immediately, we said, let's go get that set. Look at this. You've, you've earned this money and, mm-hmm. accumul- and it took him over a month. He still remembers oh, wow. how long it took and how much work it took to get that Lego set. Still pictures it in his mind. So it was a great lesson. Does he have the Lego set still? He does. It's not all in one piece. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happens to Lego sets. We're going to hear from Dave Ramsey about children and money, especially that older group, as they start to have more financial independence and responsibility. Here now is Jim Daly along with Dave Ramsey. Hey, Dave, we've got to finish that train of thought now. We've got 3 to 5, 6 to 8. You're ramping it up a little bit. What about 9 to 12? Um, I'm going to add some complication to the chore. Feeding the dog is a very simple thing, but I want a complication of the chore where you actually have to think through the concept, not just a task. Huh. And so something a little bit more complicated, um, you know, if it were, for instance, yard work, um, you not only have to cut the grass, you got to weed it, you got to make sure the beds are mulched, and you got to make sure they're weeded, and, um, you know, a little bit of trimming of the bushes. You need to think ahead of me and anticipate what I'm going to want if I want a great yard. And so I'm going to ratchet up my expectation there a little bit get some conceptual thinking instead of just some concrete singular thinking and that's what we're trying to encourage there and that opens up their ability to do critical thought around the subject of economics right around the subject of money you also talk about uh, developing your own small businesses for these kids for oh, the kids to do just... that is that harder today i mean i'm thinking our our paper person drives a car mm-hmm. and you know tosses the paper out their window mm-hmm. uh, are there opportunities for kids still today to do those little things you know it's easier in some ways because they've got uh, the internet tools available to them and so um a teenager that wants to babysit can jump on Craigslist. That's true. And um, they don't have to walk door to door and hand out flyers like we would have done. Um, Same thing if you wanted to do a dog walking service in the neighborhood. Or, you know, what's really big in in a wealthy neighborhood or a semi-wealthy neighborhood is people going on vacation and they want the kid to come up and babysit the dog at their house and check the house. Right. And they'll pay a lot for that because if you priced a kennel while you're on vacation versus Mm -hmm. having the local kid come up, we got two or three kids in our neighborhood right now. We keep them busy when we're gone yeah. with our puppies. You know, no, that's and so, good. And to encourage it, uh, what about the shy child? I mean, we're doing mm-hmm. that kind of not the self-starter in that way. They're a little more withdrawn just because of the way they're made. How, how do you motivate a child that, yeah, that sounds good, but I really don't want to do that? Yeah, um, they're not necessarily – you don't have to be some kind of extrovert, um, you know, uh, miniature entrepreneur 
nerd kid to pull this off. You know, sometimes a shyer child can do something within their strengths. It could be writing. It could be something that they do in an introverted environment that still creates money. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's people interaction every time money is created, because that's also true in the real world. We've got shy children that work on our team now called adults, but, <laughs> right. they, uh, but uh, you know, and a lot of them are our creatives. A lot of them are in our content team. A lot of them are developers. And so um, you'd be amazed what kind of web stuff a 14-year-old introverted kid can pull off right? and that, how much code they can write. They could probably build websites better than some adults. So true. And I guess the the more critical question is that self-starter mentality. Mm-hmm. That's something. That's not an parent, extrovert, introvert right, thing. That's something all Initiative parents. is independent of character style. Right. Initiative is something you want to teach. Right. Um, and so that, you know, the world doesn't know you a living kind of stuff, old school stuff, right? The world doesn't know you a living. You're not a victim. You're not stuck. If it's to be, it's up to me. You got to leave the cave, kill something, drag it home, Bubba. This is it, <laughs> yeah. man. I mean, you got to walk them through that because that's going to be their reality. Oh, without and what, a doubt. Where kids are so disappointed, if you talk to someone in their twenties today who is so disappointed, is that they were set with an expectation that this was going to be easy. Hmm. This thing called life, and it, it's not. It doesn't have to be harsh. But it's not easy. Well, and children learn so much through a valley, right? Mm-hmm. And, and as a parent, if you can create that valley in such a way that it'll teach the lesson without terrible severity, yes. that's a good thing. Yeah, I want to do that because the severity, if you don't teach them how to run their checkbook when they're 16, they'll learn it when they're 36, and it's very expensive. Exactly right. I do want, on behalf of the listeners, for those parents or grandparents that are noticing their child or grandchild who doesn't want to do chores, it's more of a behavioral issue. Uh, What can you do to move them in a better direction? What did you do to motivate your kids that were maybe sluggish doing the chores? Well, the way we looked at it was we're going to make it fun. We're going to tie some money to it. And if that doesn't move the needle, we got a problem later, okay? So we're going to try all that stuff first. So let's go back to our example of sitting in the living room floor on Sunday night paying out the commissions, and the dog hadn't been fed for the third week in a row. Now what I've got is not an economic issue. I've not got a a financial lesson problem. Now I've got an obstinate kid that's not doing what they're told. Exactly right. And so this is like three days in a row you haven't brushed your teeth. As your dad, I love you so much. I am going to make you learn lessons that allow you to be successful as an adult. Those include doing your studies at school. Those include being kind to your sister. Those include work. And so this is no longer about whether I'm going to pay you or not. That didn't seem to work. Now you're just going to feed the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Or you and I are going to have a different kind of problem. So you just lay it out there. you don't want to have that problem. So because it's my job as your dad to make sure you learn these lessons, Mm -hmm. honey. And if I allow you to just continually, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. At some point, I don't want to do it when it comes to brushing your teeth. I don't care. You're brushing them anyway. I don't want to do it. I don't want to study. I don't care. You're going to study. I don't want to do my chores. At some point, you're not learning the lesson I need you to learn as your dad. It's not that I need the dog fed. I can probably handle that, okay? It's that I need you as my son, as my daughter, to learn to work and tie that to money. And so at the end of the day, it becomes a parenting thing of are the inmates in charge or not. Exactly right. I love the way Dave puts that. Are the inmates in charge or not? And not every child is motivated by money, and that is not necessarily a bad thing. It does make it perhaps a little harder to teach them about the benefit of hard work. 
Danny, there are some ways to help children um, get motivated, right? There are. I, I, let's start with the love languages that Gary Chapman gives us, yeah, right? That's Acts a, of that's service, yeah, right? Service. Quality time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's encouragement. There's gifts. There's touch. Some kids just want a, a big hug. They, they know that they were able to do something that, that helped the, the home, and, and you're pleased with that. Uh, words of encouragement can be fuel to some kids. Positive genuine, authentic words of encouragement that don't always come their way. A surprise gift mm-hmm. saying, hey, I noticed that you did this for our home, son or daughter. And then quality time, that's for my son. He says, Dad, I, you don't need to give me money. I, I really just want us to, to hang out, have, have some time, one-on-one time. So that's what he loves to work towards. And uh, sometimes we'll go bowling or we'll do uh, something just together, and he knows that that can... Uh, really be, be a, a reward for him. Now, the other thing that the kids love are celebrations, just fun celebrations. What's the goal? How can we uh, get there? And we've talked about on the show before that you, you align together as a family. We're going to conquer, each of us are going to conquer these different things, and then we're going to celebrate at the end of the week. And that could be a camp out in our family room with a movie and some great popcorn. You can also create kind of a kind of a gamification if that you know that's that's a new word now uh gamify the the work that needs to be done in the home each chore can have a certain number of powerpoints for your uh your your troop and then uh you create your very own game according to how many chores you made that's how much power each of your troops have and then you 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 play that game at the end of the week it can be kind of a risk type of, of of game that you create uh, you can also uh, provide maybe an iTunes uh, idea at the end. There's some kids that love music, and they don't have the money or really maybe even the privilege of having a phone or that, that, that access to that music. Maybe tell them there's a song I know you love, and you show that you know them. And uh, you say, as you work hard, just know I may surprise you with this. And then and then there it is, right? You give them a, a song that they love and yeah. they, they feel known. I, I appreciate so much what you're talking about. Uh, you know, between the love languages and the games and the intentionality, there's a lot of thought and effort that parents need to put in to this realm of chores and money. You've got to be a student of your kids. It's not easy, but it it's going to go really quickly. At some point, just saying, at some point your child's going to move out and you're going to think, wow, that went fast. So burn it now. Get, <laughs> invest now in equipping them and spending the time and, and have the fun that Danny's talking about. I really appreciate that, Danny, because that fun element is missing where a lot of us, okay, I mean, my background is there. there's the work, do it. And and when you're done, you'll feel good about that. Nah, these days we've got to work at making it a little more fun and celebrating as a family, the, that which we did together. So nice ideas. And, and, John, we have some extra tools, too. You can put three songs uh, on your playlist. Yeah. You say, hey, we're going to work for these three songs really hard. When we're done with that, we're going to do something else and shift. And you're creating that balance for yeah. a child. that We're not working now for the next eight hours. We're going to take chunks, and, and we're going we're gonna to conquer this together as a family. Be yeah, creative. That's good. So we do have a lot of creative ideas and uh, resources for you at our website, uh, specifically, we'll point out Dave Ramsey's uh, organization. They've put together Financial Peace Junior. It's a kit, and it's going to help you work through money with your kids. 
or your grandkids. And we're going to ask you to stop by the website. We've got the link in the description for this podcast. And then while you're at the website, make a donation to Focus on the Family. Empower us so we can continue to make uh, good resources and good podcasts like this one available. And uh, we'll send a complimentary copy of the Financial Peace Junior Kit to you as our thank you for your generosity. Well, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you don't already, and leave a review if you haven't done that already. And next time, we're going to be talking about how to deal with your teen's drama. If you don't have teens yet, tune in so you get a picture of what you're going to be experiencing at some point. If you have teens, we'll have some help for you. I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the rest of the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.